Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. You might not be maaring wala ka sa sitwasyon na kailangan mo kung anong ating pinag-uusapan. Ngunit isipin mo, mayroong ibang tao na nangangailangan nito na ikaw ay pwedeng gamitin ng Panginoon upang sa kanila ito yung maihatid. O di kaya, ang natututunan mo ngayon ay paghahanda para kung sakaling mayroong man dumating sa iyo, ay alam mo kung paano lumaban. Kadalasan kasi ang nangyayari, tayo bilang mga Kristiyano kung kailan tayo natatamaan doon tayo nananangga. I mean, okay lang sana kung matamaan at hindi mapuruhan, ikong eh tayo ay mapuruhan. So, I believe that what we, are been, what we have been discussing is in fact preparing us for what is coming our way so that it would not even affect us. I mean, we will all be able to prepare ourselves and that we would become the church that God has designed us to become which he said that even the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, nabanggit ko po kahapon na once you have received a true revelation coming from God, it, it never grow old. It's always fresh and new. At kung titingnan natin ang pinaka-foundation na revelation na binigay ng Panginoon sa church, ay yung sinabi niya, even the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. I mean, this revelation was given to Peter thousands of years ago. And I really, I really wonder, I'm, I'm surprised why it would not be as fresh to you as it was fresh with Peter. Because, in fact, if it's not fresh to you, magiging bahagi ka ng ang mga biktima, magiging bahagi ka ng sanlibutan, magiging bahagi ka ng uh, sistema ng mundo, which is tayo bilang mga mananampalataya ay hindi tayo dapat kailanman maging kabahagi doon. So, now of course, God will never give us revelation without speaking to us. It's one thing to receive revelation it's one thing to receive what God had spoken to you, but it's another thing that you speak what God has spoken to you. I know there is power when we receive such. I know there is power when God will speak to us. But gusto ng Panginoon na tayo ay manatili na lumalakad sa kapangyarihan. At wala pong ibang paraan na tayo ay makalakad sa kapangyarihan consistently other than you keep speaking what God had first spoken to you. You don't have to wait. Hindi mo kailangan mag-antay na sana mayroon na namang bagong sasabihin ni Lord sa akin. Well, kailangan mong magpatuloy sa kung ano ang unang sinabi ng Panginoon at patuloy mo itong sinasabi until such time na mayroong, I mean, if God has something new for you, then He'll give it to you. But if you did nothing with the, with the previous one He revealed to you, I don't think God will give you something new. 
It's like, it's like people are asking that they may receive a double portion of the anointing. Why would you need the double portion when you have not done nothing with the first? Why would, you, why, why would God give you more when you have done nothing with the less? Alam natin, ang increase, ang growth, ang multiplication na nais ng Panginoon sa Panginoon ay dahil tayo ay kanyang nasumpungan na tapat tayo sa maliliit. So if you have not done nothing with the little, you won't be able, I mean God will not entrust to you what is much. Hallelujah! So, isa, isang paraan that God finds us faithful is we keep speaking what He had spoken. And that's why dito natin sinasabi na there is power in our confession. Well, whether you speak what God has spoken, actually there is power. Sabihin mo man, ang sinabi ng Panginoon o hindi, kahit anong sabihin mo ay may kapangyarihan. And that is because uh, Proverbs 8 and 21 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And whoever love it, whoever love, whichever you love, you love death, you love life, then you will, you will eat the fruit of it. You will eat the fruit of death, you will eat the fruit of life based on what you have been speaking, not just what you have declared. Nabanggit ko po kahapon na napakalaki yung pagkakaiba ng declaration at saka confession because when you make a declaration, you only make it once. But when you are confessing something, it is actually your lifestyle because Christianity is a lifestyle. You're not just a Christian on a Sunday. You're not just a Christian on a Wednesday. You are a Christian every single day. And Christianity is confession. I would like us to go to, punta natin sa Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. Let's, let's look at this. And then we will jump to chapter 10 verse 23. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. For those of you na nasa inyong mga tahanan, or maybe some of you are in the hospital, thank, thank you for allowing us to come to you. And I believe that the power of God, the Word of God, which is the power of God, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is the power of God unto salvation. I believe this will do something, whatever is necessary, whatever needed to be done. If you needed miracle, if you needed whatever you needed, I believe that the Word of God can bring the provision into your life. So get ready, 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 get ready. Verse 1, Therefore, holy brethren, Partakers of the heavenly calling. Consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, that is Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus Christ, we did not only make him as a Savior and Lord by confessing, and after that confession, we, we forgot all about it. He becomes our confession. That means he becomes our life. He becomes our existence. He becomes I mean, we live a lifestyle that is in accordance to what we have spoken first. If many years ago, you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, and the Word of God says you are saved, then you should still be saved today. And I believe the reason why you can stay saved is you, can, you keep your confession. Because you can actually begin to, pwede kang mag-retract. 
Pwede mong i-denounce. Pwede mong baliwalain. Pero sabi nga ni, sabi ni Billy Graham, I've never seen anybody who have made Jesus Christ the Lord and the Savior na latter part of their life, they regretted. Sila'y nag-regret. I mean, siguro magre-regret ka lang na kinilala mo si Jesus kung may sayad ng utak mo. But, if you're in your right mind, I believe you would, alway, you would always consider it a blessing. Even if, kahit man kung ang sirkumstansya at, at, at ang nararanasan mo ay hindi nakakatuwa. Hindi nakakatawa. Because even the Bible says you have to count it all joy when you fall unto diverse temptation. So, ibig sabihin, I mean, you, you won't ever regret why you have made Jesus Christ your Lord. But the problem is, we only made it once. You see, we, yes, we confess. I would rather want to use the word declaration during those days other than confession. Because if confession is a lifestyle, that means you should have not forgotten. When you confess Jesus your Lord, that means every single day of your life, He should be your Lord. What does it mean when Jesus becomes Lord to us? Or what does it mean when somebody is lording it over you? I mean, you do everything they would say. And you would say everything they would say. Sasabihin mo lahat ng lang sinasabi, gagawin mo lahat ng lang sinasabi, ang buhay mo ay iikot sa lahat ng kalang sinasabi. Hindi ba dapat ganun ang buhay natin? Hindi ba dapat ng buhay natin ay umiikot sa lahat ng sinasabi ng Panginoon at hindi po sinasabi ng WHO, hindi po sinasabi ng CDC, hindi po sinasabi ng DOH, hindi po sinasabi ng kahit sino mang tao na nasa puder o nasa otoridad. Wala, biglang tumahimik. Nandiyan ka na naman, Pastor Tom, galit ka na naman. Kasi minsan nakakainis that, I mean, you consider your Jesus as your Lord. Do that, Duterte is not your Lord. He's our president, but he's not your Lord. Hello? I mean, nobody in the world, maliban lang kung talagang gusto mo sila maging Lord, but I don't think that anybody na consider mo na Lord will be able to save you, will be able to help you. Hallelujah! So right here, it tells us that Jesus... He is our apostle. He is our high priest. He is, he is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. He is the apostle. He is the high priest of our life. Not only on a Sunday, not only on a Wednesday, but for life. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Pastor Tom, galit ka kay Duterte? Hindi po. Wala akong karapatan na magalit kahit kanino. Sabi sa verse 23, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. I mean, hindi nga tayo dapat nag-waver. Hindi nga tayo dapat nagdadalawang isip, hindi nga tayo dapat nag-aalinlangan in as far as our confession is concerned. Ang natutunan lang kasi natin na confession ay patawad po. Ako po'y nagkasala. Na wala pong masama doon. 
Wala pong masama doon. Dahil kung nagkasala ka ba naman, bakit hindi mo ikumpisal? In fact, the Bible even tells us that if you do that, it can actually bring healing. Diba? Sabi sa James, let's go there, James chapter 5. In fact, if you would confess your sin, it can bring healing. James chapter 5. Tingnan natin ang verse 16. Confess your trespass or trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And I know there are people who are sick and are staying sick because they are not willing to confess their sin. They are not willing to confess their tres trespasses. But I also know people, na no matter how serious their physical ailment was, right after they confessed that they had made, they have trespasses, they have sinned against God, or maybe have sinned against somebody, immediately healing came and it was made manifest. So actually, you determine what kind of confession you're going to have. But the Bible is encouraging us that our confession should be whatever God's confession. Now, kung anong ibig sabihin na nabagit natin kahapon na ang confession, ang word na confession ay ginamit sa Bible, na isang translation, ang ibang translation, ang ginamit na word ay vocation, or sa ibang translation, which actually means, it could also mean, Confession means acknowledgement. Yung pag-acknowledge, yung pagkilala. Pero hindi naman talaga sila parihas. I mean, they may, they may look the same, or we may think that sila magkaparihas, but actually, mayroon silang pagkakaiba na kung titingnan natin, pagdating sa confession, the word confession is literally Ibig sabihin nito, it means saying the same thing. So, ang pagkakaiba, ang pagkakaiba ng confession sa acknowledgement is, you have to acknowledge you have sinned. You have to acknowledge that you have transgressed against the laws of God. But pagdating sa confession, you would never say anything the Lord didn't say. The Lord never said, he, He's not pointing His finger at us by telling us, You are a sinner. You sin. I mean, you used to be a sinner. Dati tayo ay mga makasalanan. Kaya nga kailangan ang acknowledgement. Ngunit after the acknowledgement, it's no longer acknowledging the same thing, but rather confessing now, with whatever God had spoken concerning you as a brand new believer, you as a child of God, you as, as a Christian. Kaya nga, hindi po ako naniniwala na tayo ay should be speaking the same thing, the same way the world are speaking. If you're wondering why your life ay kaparehas pa rin ng buhay ng mga nasa sanlibutan, it's because you are speaking the same thing they're speaking. But how many of you know that that can be changed? 
nabanggit ni Pastora kahapon na you are the one responsible of framing your world with your words. Ikaw ang responsible. Not your parents. Not the messages you hear from the pulpit. You. Kaya nga, no matter how wonderful the messages are being preached, if the message that you've heard never becomes you, because the Word has to become flesh. The Word must have a mouth. Ang salita ay dapat mayroong dibig. Dahil ang nagbibigay buhay sa salita ay ang bibig. How many of you know you can have all the translation of the Bible, but if you don't read it, if you don't study it, if you don't speak it, it would not help you. You will not benefit from it. It does not matter kung anong translation, kahit pa ang, ang translation mo ay modern English, o di kaya modern Tagalog, o di kaya modern Bisaya. It does not matter. Because the power of the word is when you speak it out. That's why Jesus has to say something. When he was tempted by the enemy, when he was tempted by Satan, I mean, he did not, hindi niya kinuntra si Satanas by just thinking. He said something. And the good thing is he did not just say anything he probably would want to say, but he said, it is written. Although alam natin that Jesus is the Word. He's the Word become, became flesh. flesh. And that's why tayo sa ating panahon we should be the Word. We're not just depending on the messages that we hear, we hear from the pulpit. Because if the, if the messages does not become us, then the pulpit doesn't mean anything. There might be too much power. I mean, maring mayroong sobrang napakalaking kapangyarihan sa pulpito. I mean, of course, coming from the preacher or minister. But, makakatulong ito right there and then. But after that, what will you do? Will you go back to your old life? You'll go back to your old confession? You'll go back to your own I mean, conversation, you'll go back to your own testimony, you'll go back to your own, I mean, you are trying to witness, you're trying to share, but then you have more, mas marami kang sinasabi patungkol sa pagiging mahirap ang buhay, sa pagiging punong-puno ng mga pagsubok sa buhay kaysa kung papano ka niligtas ng Painon magmula sa kahirapan. So, the word confession literally means saying the same thing. Who do you need or what, what do you need to say that it might be the same thing from what? I mean, ano ang dapat mong sabihin na ito ay dapat kumbaga kinopya mo sa mayroong nagsabi? Saying the same thing. Meaning to say somebody must have said it first before you can say the same thing. Somebody might have spoken it first. Somebody might have confessed it first before you can actually confess it. I don't know if sa buhay mo ay nagkaroon ka na ng thought 
Everything begins from a thought and then it becomes your word and then your word becomes your habit and then your habit becomes your character and then your character becomes your destiny. I don't know if there was a time in your life now you have a thought and you think that that thought just came, kumbaga, umusbong lang sa'yo. And sometimes preachers are guilty of this because they would say, I've never, I've never thought this way before and I have never heard anybody say this thought. Which is, I mean, you're guilty because thoughts does not necessarily originate from you. How many of you know, anumang iniisip, anumang kaisipan mayroon ka ngayon, it did not originate from you. It originated from somebody else. And the sad thing is, none of, well, maybe a few, ngayon kristyano na tayo, marang may, but most of what we think is actually originate from four different sources. It came from our parents. It came from our school, kung saan tayo pumasok. It came from our religious affiliation. And it came from the society we're living in. So none of us can actually say, wow, this, I, never, I never heard anybody has a thought like this. I mean, I don't think whoever, whoever ang naunang napunta sa buwan, I don't think he was the first one who thought of going to the moon. I believe there was somebody else who was given the thought, but because he think impossible, so he didn't make it. So Neil Armstrong went there. Because when God, I mean, of course, every thought, every source of every thought should be but, but God. But of course, not every thought. Hindi lahat ng kaisipan ay maganda. So, not every, hindi natin pwede masabi. Lahat ng thought ay galing sa Panginoon. Dahil pwedeng ang jablo magbigay sa iyo ng pangit na kaisipan. But, whenever God gave, gave a thought or an idea to someone, I don't think that He, he only gave it to that person sa, sa isang tao lamang. I mean, he would spread it out. And whoever would take it, whoever would receive it, whoever would embrace it, I mean, it makes a difference in their life and they will make a difference. But not everyone who receives the word, not everyone who receives a thought from God or an idea from God would embrace it. Because they will think this is impossible. No, 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 no. Not in a million years. This will never. But somebody grab it, somebody embrace it, somebody receive it. Well, yung hindi niniwala, laking ingit lang. Luhaan, iyak. And that's why we cannot expect that God will always give us a thought or would always give us the word that we would be comfortable of saying. Huwag kang umasa ng kaisipan na palagi ibibigay ng Panginoon sa iyo ay kaisipan na kaya mong i-comprehend, kaya mong explain kaya mong maintindihan. Or, let's say, for example, when God gave you a word, something that you need to say, don't expect that what you're about to say is actually something that you could fulfill on your own. Just like when God gave you a dream, 
If you say that God gave you a dream and you can actually fulfill it, then it's not from God. Because the dream that God will give you would take him, all of him, in order for that dream to fulfill or that vision to fulfill. If it could be done by you, kung magagawa mo lamang ito, that's not a dream. That's not a vision. It's just an ambition. And you can actually do. Magagawa mo, mararating mo, makakamit mo, anuman ang ambition mo. Pero pag sinabing vision, kailangan mo ang Diyos. Because walang vision, walang pangitain, at walang dream that comes from God that can be fulfilled on your own. Now, even in that vision, even in that dream, there are words that God would speak. Even in that dream, even in the vision, there are words. I mean, it has to be interpreted through words. Kailangan i-interpret sa pamagitan ng mga salita. Now, of course, Kung ang Diyos ay nagbigay sa iyo ng dapat mong sasabihin, dapat mong i-testify, dapat mong i-witness, dapat mong i-confess, at dapat mong, I mean, sa confession kasi ay pwedeng umikot na you're, you're testifying, you're witnessing, you're confessing, or maybe you are conversing. I mean, doon nakaikot ang buhay natin. I mean, napakalungkot ng mundo kung walang words. I mean, very depressive. Napakalungkot. Because when God created the world, He created it through words. There was nothing. He began to speak something, and then what he, whatever He had spoken, it came into existence. And how many of you know that we have the same ability that God has? We were created according to His image and according to His likeness, which means we were created, if God is a spirit, and as a spirit, He would speak something into existence, that means you and I were created by God as a speaking spirit, so that whatever we speak, will come into existence. But the problem is, along the way, we sinned, and so it's not just the good things that we want to speak. We also speak bad things, and so we're wondering why bad things happens to a good person. Gugula tayo kung bakit mabait naman yun. Kristiyano naman yun. Anak ng Diyos naman yun. And why would, why would, even, why would they even say something? I mean, experience bad things. Well, Walang isang tao na talagang kakilala natin kahit yung asawa mo, hindi mo kakilala because you don't, you don't know what, what they actually are thinking when they are alone and what they are actually speaking when they are alone. And they would not even say it to, with anyone or to anyone. And that actually becomes their confession. So if confession is saying the same thing, Ibig sabihin, mayroong pinagmumulan. Mayroong pinanggagalingan. What you and I are supposed to be saying. But because that's not what it, hindi lamang ito ang ibig sabihin ng confession, because confession also means, it actually means saying what God says. So our confession is not saying what the devil says. Our confession is not saying what our body says 
Our confession is not saying what the doctor said or what the expert said. Confession, biblical confession is you are saying what God says. What did God say concerning your body? Ano bang sinabi ng Panginoon patungkol sa iyong pangangatawan? What did God say concerning your finances? What did God say concerning your marriage? What did God say concerning your family? What did God say concerning your life? Well, Pastor Tom, I really do not know what God said concerning all of those areas of my life, but whatever I see somebody doing, that's what I do. Whatever I hear somebody says, that's what I say. Well, that's not Jesus being the apostle and the high priest of our confession. You see, we have an apostle. We have a high priest of our confession. Now, if Jesus is the high priest of our confession, then we are not supposed to be saying what anybody else in the world is saying. It does not matter how powerful they are. It does not matter how intelligent they are. It's not, it does not matter how rich they are. We only have to say what God says because we only have one high priest. Jesus Christ. So confession is not just saying the same thing but actually saying what God says. And it also means, confession also means to agree with God in your testimony. That's why Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 tells us that we overcome him, the devil, Satan. We overcome him by the words of our testimony. Well, why? Because our testimony is powerful. What makes our testimony powerful? Well, our testimony is so powerful because that is what God said concerning us. It means to agree with God in your testimony. What does the Word of God say concerning your sin? And what actually, ano ang lumabas, ano ang nagresulta with what God has done concerning your sin that becomes your testimony. Your testimony is that you are not a sinner anymore. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means if that is your testimony, you might sin, but you are not a sinner. Sinning does not make you a sinner anymore. And that's why sin should, never, should no longer have any dominion in our Brain, sin should no longer have dominion in our mouth. Sin should no longer have dominion in our heart. Will you sin? Absolutely, but that does not make you a sinner. And so you should not go around telling everybody, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. I've seen this, I've seen that, I've seen. Yeah, you've seen that, but you, are not, you have not sinned. What is the testimony that God gave you concerning sickness and disease? Concerning all other circumstances, failure, poverty. 
what does the word of god anu sinasabi ni salita ng painon does the word of god tells you you're going to be defeated does the word of god tells you you have now become hopeless there's nothing more you can do with you you are finished how many of you know as long as you live you can never be finished and god can never be finished with anyone as long as they live as a matter of fact the reason why you're not done yet is because you are still alive the reason why god is not done with you yet god had not seen the full fruition of his desire concerning your life because you're still alive because when you're gone then there's nothing more that god can do for you nothing more there's nothing when you're done when you're finished when you're dead and that's why as long as we live we have to keep testifying concerning what god has done with our sin concerning what god has done with our sickness concerning what god has done our with our poverty concerning what god has done with our hopelessness concerning what god has done with our being defeated with our with our being down with our being confused with our being sad without with our being weak what that what did the lord do in all of those areas in our life well god said my son who knew no sin become sin for you that you might become the righteous so our, our confession now is righteousness the word of god says jesus had borne all our sickness and diseases and that's why let me say this to you you do not have any right to be sick anymore because if you are still sick and you would you would even think that it's from god it is an insult to god ito po ito po pag insulto sa kung anong ginawa ng kristo doon sa krus ng kalbaryo binabaliwala natin why because he did not only die so that he might become sin so that through him becoming sin we might become the righteousness of god but he also his body was broken he i mean nasaktan siya nasugatan siya so that through all those stripes and wounds that he has we all can be healed so what's our confession now that we are in christ jesus it's no longer uh you, your lineage have died because of high blood pressure because of heart failure and you should you will die the same way no that's no it has been cut off all generational curse poverty is a generational curse sickness and disease is a generational curse and so all the generational curse has been cut off when you started confessing jesus christ your lord and savior but he should not just be your lord and savior he should also be your healer he should also be your provider he should also be your he should also be your joy he should also be your peace he should be your shepherd he should be your victory he should be your hope he should be everything that was lacking before you, you came to him that's our confession now so as a christian as a child of god you cannot just go around and tell everybody you're sick you're sick you're sick you're sick you're sick and how sick you are or how sad you are or how poor you are I, I know when people are doing this it's not necessarily because they do not want to believe or they don't they don't believe in healing it's just because they want sympathy from people and with that sympathy they probably matulungan sila at mayroong mag-abot o ito ito paggamot mo ito pang binisi i mean wala tayong pagkakaiba it's a modern day 
uh, begging. It's, it's a modern Christianity way of begging. So that people will sympathize you, will help you, and will give you something. I mean, that, that kind of confession is not biblical confession. Because God never looks at you as a sinner anymore. God never looks at you as a sick anymore, as a sick person anymore. God never looks at you as a poor person anymore. And not only that He never looks at you that way, He never said anything that you are sick. He never said anything. Because if, if He would say it, if, if, he, if He would say, you're going to die because of the sickness and disease, He Himself would nullify what Jesus has done in the cross. And how many of you know that God... The Father and Jesus and the Holy Ghost will never be in disagreement in any way. The Father, our Father in heaven would never nullify anything that Jesus has done. The Holy Spirit will never nullify everything that Jesus has done. As a matter of fact, ito'y itataas, ito'y ipagbubunyi, at ito ay kumaari ilagay sa puso ng mga tao Ilagay sa isipan ng mga tao so that they will only say whatever God has said. Hallelujah! So in other words, if confession is our lifestyle, if confession is the, is the life that we all should live, that means to say that we only have to say whatever God says. And we, we only have to talk the language of the Bible at all times. What is the language of the Bible? Well, the language of the Bible, of course, primarily on top of whatever or everything is, the language of the Bible is a language of love. And if we really believe that God loves us so much, and He loves us so much that He would never allow you to be hurt, he loves you so much that He will never allow you to be in pain. He loves you so much that He, 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 he don't like it when He's seeing a believer in the hospital bed. He don't like it. He's not happy with it. Well, but Pastor Tom, alam naman natin, hindi lang naman siya talaga nagpapagaling, nagpo-provide, kung mayroon mo naman talagang pambayad sa ospital, kung mayroon naman talagang pambayad sa doktor, kung mayroon naman talagang pambayad sa medisina, okay lang yun. Well, listen to me. I mean, we've said this before, and we say this again, we'll, say, we'll continue to say it. Kung gaano kinamumuhian ng Diyos ang sakit, I mean, ang kasalanan, ay ganun din yan kinamumuhian ang sakit at karamdaman. Maliban lang, I know for some people, they actually need to be hospitalized. Because when they are outside of the hospital, sila ay parang turo. That means, it is as if they can do everything and they are putting it in their own power. I mean, they're taking all the responsibility and that's why they actually become sick. How many of you know that you, can, you, you cannot do everything for everyone? You cannot be everything to everyone. You cannot even be everything to someone. And people, they actually become sick because of that.
We don't, we don't want any of our staff to become sick because they're working in the church so hard. Hello? And why, why would you even say you're working so hard when you come in 9 o'clock? And then you have over an hour of lunch break. I mean, hello, where can you find it? Where in, where, where in the workplace you can find? And then you would tell me, Pastor Tom, I, I became sick because... No, you were stressed. Not in the church. You were stre- uh, stressed at home. You were stressed on your way to the church. You were stressed on your way home. But not church! I've been in church more than 37 years. I've never been stressed by the church. I've never been stressed by the ministry. If I was, then I would not be in ministry anymore. If I was, then I could have been dead already. If ministry is so stressful. There might be some challenges. There might be some pressures. Because ministry, I mean, meron nga nagsabi, If not, if not only because of people, I would not be in ministry anymore. But ministry is all about people. <laughs> sana, kung, kung, wala lang, kung wala lang sanang tao. I mean, ministry is all about people. And in fact, I mean, that's the way God created us. I mean, even the scripture tells us that iron sharpens iron. I mean, we take it as a stress or a pressure when something is actually needs to be removed from us. There are sharp edges that needs to be smoothened. And we say, ouch, because we think that that is who we are. We, th- we think that that is our personality. I mean, of course, wala isa sa atin dito ay matutuwa win our personality kung ang ating personalidad ay natatapyasan. But that's what happens when you mingle yourselves with others. Because you cannot always find people who, who's always, I mean, who's always a yes sir to you or a yes mom to you. Ay, oh, oh. And you will, you will never, you are, you are not even bold enough to say, Parang tabingi ang Kahit tabingi, hindi mo sabihin dahil gusto mo lang umayon. Gusto mo lang matuwa at masyan. Palang, palang, parang walang pressure. Well, I know we have to live in complete and perfect unity and in agreement. But we were never raised that way. We never grow up that way. But we never use our disagreement that we, not, we will have conflict, we will fight, we will, will have strife. I mean, we agree to disagree. Because it's not who is right. It's all about what is right. Hindi kung sino ang tama sa atin at hindi kung sino ang mali sa atin, kundi kung ano ang tama para sa atin. Well, kung malalaman natin kung ang tama para sa atin, we can always go back to the Word and the Word will always tell us what is good for all of us. Not just good for one person. Not just good for one party, but good for all of us. Talking the language of the Bible. At all times. In and out of church. In prayer or even out of prayer. 
And when we are talking Bible language, you may also find yourself, I mean, we, we all had to deal not just with people, we, we all had to deal with demon spirits and sometimes Satan himself. But if we are speaking the language of the Bible at all times, you may find yourself constantly resisting Satan and in resisting him, resisting him on everything that he tries to do. Laban sayo. Satan wants you to sin. Satan wants you to sick. Satan wants you poor. Satan wants you depressed. He doesn't speak the language of the Bible. He would take a scripture from the Bible, but that's not his confession. Diba? Yung ginamit niyang, yung tatlong pagsubok, yung tatlong temptation, tukso na kanyang ginamit laban kay Jesus. Do you know that all of the things that he tempted Jesus with, he took it from the scripture? When he said, man shall not live by bread alone, and if you, if you prove yourself to be son of God, you can change, I mean, he, he took it from Deuteronomy. And then when he said, kung tatalon ka, sa bundok na ito, mayroong mga anghel sa salo sa'yo, he took it from Psalms 91. But it's never his confession. You see, that's why we have to be careful we're not supposed to believe, you are not supposed to live our life based on declaration, but should rather be based on our confession. I mean, because you declare only once. You don't declare all the time. And in fact, if your declaration becomes your confession, which you have to do it all the time, then that is good. Because when you do that, then there will be no place for the enemy. There, there will be no place for sin. There will be no place for sickness, disease. There will be no place for lack. There will be no place for scarcity. There will be no place for poverty. Then, I believe we, we all should be going around. Jesus came that I might have life. That I might have it abundantly. I mean, we all should be going around, even in ordinary conversation. How are you? Well, Jesus came to give me life. And he had given me life abundantly. Kumusta? Well, ito nga eh. Hindi ko alam kung ambot. I mean, ordinary conversation. Because it's, it's your... It's, it's testifying, it's witnessing, it's conversing, and it's confessing. If ever you, I mean, yun ang maisagot mo sa nangungumusta sa'yo, right after that, I mean, I, ask God to forgive you, confess your sin. Confess your trespass. We don't want to nullify everything that Jesus has done. Here's another word, because the word confession being translated from a from Greek word, it means it does not only mean saying the same thing, but that also means saying what God says or agreeing with God. Agreeing with God in your conversation with Him or with anybody else. And it also means acknowledging the word of God. Ina-acknowledge natin ang salita ng Panginoon. 
So under all circumstance, at all times, we should only speak God's language. Now, you might ask me, Pastor Tom, have you successfully and perfectly done it? Not yet. But just because I've missed in some areas, that doesn't mean I should stop. Because if I will stop, then I would become a misrepresentation. How many of you know that you and I are God's representative on the earth? Ikaw, ako. We are God's representative. Ibig sabihin, wala nang pagkakataon na ang sanlibutan ay makakita sa Diyos. The Bible says, no one hath seen God and no not one. No, wala nang pag-asa ang mundo na makakita sa Diyos. Pero sana naman ay hindi sila tuluyan mawala ng pag-asa dahil ikaw at ako, the Bible says, si Kristo ang siyang naging pag-asa natin. Now, kung may pag-asa tayo, hindi po ba ibig sabihin tayo din ay pwedeng makapag Hatid ng pag-asa sa kanila. Ang Diyos ay makapaghatid ng pag-asa sa kanila sa pamagitan natin. Mahirap man sabihin, we are the only hope to this nation. But actually, we are. Because how can you, how can you, can, how can you have hope in someone who don't have? The reason why we we are the only hope to our nation is because we as mga anak ng Diyos, mga Kristiyano, si Jesus ang siyang naging pag-asa natin. We're not hoping in anything. We're not hoping in anyone. We're, we're hoping, we're not just hoping in Christ, but actually Christ becomes our hope. And if Christ becomes our hope, then we actually become the hope of the nation. So if we change our confession, where will they go? Where will they go? So in any circumstance you might be in, I mean, of course, this, this will bring us again to I mean, I have so many scriptures na ang ating bibig ay dapat isang ayon. Sige nga, let me give you some, some of this. Exodus chapter 23, 25. Now, we are not denying sickness and disease. We are not denying. But we are denying sickness and disease to have any place in our bodies. We have the right to deny. You know why? Because our bodies has been bought with a price. Our body is no longer ours. Our body has become the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you shall serve the Lord your God and He will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. This should be our confession. God had taken our sickness, diseases, and pain away from us. Malayo na ito sa atin. What about 15.26 of Exodus? Yung last part na lang basahin natin. 
For I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord. Again, napaka-importante, very significant yung I am. Because ang ipinapakita ng I am is He's, a, he's not just I was, He's not just I will be, but He's I am. Ibig sabihin, He's constant. If He heals before, He's still healing now. And if He's healing now, He will still be healing in the future. I am. I mean, do you think that would be a great confession if you would go around and say this? What about Matthew chapter 8, verse 17? Matthew 8, 17. He, he himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Why would Jesus even, bakit kinuha ni Jesus ang ating mga sakit? Bakit pinasan ni Jesus ang ating mga karamdaman? Bakit niya kinuha? Bakit niya pinasan? Para ba pasarin lang din natin uli? Para dalahin, dalahin lang din natin uli? No. The reason why He took our infirmities, the reason why He bore our sicknesses, is so that you don't have to take them anymore. You don't have to bear them anymore. I don't have to bear. Well, ang nanay ko buhay pa. And actually, she is a lone survivor sa kanyang family. Nag-iisa na lamang siya. Lahat ng kanyang mga kapatid, mas matanda kayo sa kanya, mas bata kayo sa kanya, ay nauna na sa kanya. Hindi naman po, hindi naman po masyadong matanda pa si nanay. I mean, she's only 77. But, karamihan sa kanyang mga kapatid na namatay ay dahil sa diabetes. Yung sinundan niyang kapatid niya na lalaki, naputulan niyo ng dalawang paa bago namatay. Yung nakakatanda niyang, yung sinundan ng kuya niya na babae, namatay dahil sa diabetes. But I don't, I don't find my mom complaining about diabetes. So, that means, from there, it was cut off. Kay nanay. Now, of course, that doesn't mean, I mean, that generational course, particular generational course, is, I mean, I can eat anything. Well, I don't have to. Hindi ko na kailangan pa. Because if I know that the reason why they got sick with diabetes is because of matatamis ang kanilang mga buhay, na sa bandang dulo ay naging mapait then I don't have to partake, I don't have to eat anything na gustong-gusto nilang kainin. But I don't have to, that doesn't have to become my confession. And not any of sickness and disease. Because I know, He took it, He bore it with Him. Binitbit, pinasan. He took it from me. I don't have to take it from him. He bore it for me. I don't have to bear it for me. I mean, one thing I will never do, I will never, hindi ko po i-insultuhin ang Panginoon dahil naintindihan ko at naunawaan 
na ang dahilan kung bakit ako nagbubuhay ay para mabigyan siya ng kaluwalhatian. So, ibig sabihin, if I say sickness and disease, you don't have any place in my body, then God is being glorified. Because I am acknowledging what He has done for me. Not only that I'm acknowledging what He has done for me, but I am confessing what He has done for me. Because His Word says, by His stripes, 1 Peter 2.24, by whose stripes you were healed. I mean, even before you got sick, sabi filosofiya ng ibang mga Kristiyano, ipapano ka, why would you need healing if you're not sick? Na para bagang, it's okay to be sick. Para pinaproblema nila. Paano ko gagaling kung wala akong sakit? Well, wag mo nang problemahin Ang alamin mo, he already took the sickness and that's why you don't have to be sick no more. Now, of course, dahil nga sa mayroong mga dahilan, mayroong causes of sickness na hindi mo namamalayan. I mean, like for example, of course, hindi naman ito, hindi naman ito sakit at karamdam. Like for example, I banged my head last night on an edge ng sa, I mean, sharp na object. I mean, ang dugo ay psh. Tanong ko kay pastora, kinabahan ka? Sabi niya, bakit? Alam ko naman kung saan ka pupunta. I mean, what a good response. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see? I mean, if I'm going to go, if it's my time, she will rejoice. I mean, she will be glad that I'm home. Well, it was not something serious, but blood was psh. At sabi niya, Madali pa naman, I mean, malakas lumabas yung dugo pag sa ulo. And then, nagjujoke, bakit? High tide ba ngayon? <laughs> Kasi sabi sa probinsya, pagka high tide, malakas yung daloy ng... Sabi ko, hindi pwede, hindi applicable dito yan dahil walang dagat dito. Malayo tayo sa dagat. We are two hours away, so... I mean, so immediately, kuha siya ng alkaline. Alkaline powder, tapos malapot, nilagyan ng tubig, malapot. And pinakita ko kay Jess ngayong umaga, how is it? The wound nag-close. And of course, last night, tumigil ka agad yung pagdaloy na. Dahil kung nagpatuloy, I would not be able to stand before you. I mean, siguro grogi. <laughs> Tanong niya sa akin, nahilo ka? No, not, 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 not a second that I became dizzy. I know my place. In fact, even if the devil would take, would take all my blood out of my body, I would still be alive. <laughs> because I would be infused by the blood of Jesus. You see, simpleng bagay lang. Pwede kang magkandarapa, pwede kang mag-alala, pwede kang hala, hala, hala. Although, of course, nakikita kung paano ang bilis niyang kumuha ng... I mean, hindi yung normal na. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Alam, alam natin lahat, alam natin lahat. Si, si Pastora, hindi po siya tarantada, ha? Hindi, hindi po siya tarantada. Hindi po siya, hindi po siya madaling mataranta. I mean, hindi po, hindi po. Mayroon lang siyang ibang dahilan ko bakit. Ayaw lang niya magkalat doon sa bahay ng dugo. But, I mean, the Lord is good. Even with that, your confession should not change. 
I know, mayroong mayro mga taong ayaw makakita ng dugo. Mayroong mga taong ayaw makakita ng karayom. Katulad kay Ervin, ayaw ng karayom. But Ervin is alive and well and praise the Lord, he'll, he'll be out sooner than we imagine. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, the Lord. Now, can you imagine if all of us will have the same kind of confession? I mean, we speak the same thing. We think the same thing. Now, not, I could be misinterpreted, we could be misinterpreted, which, sasabihin, kinukontrolan namin at pinipilit namin ang tao na mag-isip na kaparehas namin. Well, actually, hindi po kami namimilit kasi hindi kami pinilit ng Panginoon. We were never forced, we were never coerced to think the same way God thinks. We were never coerced, we were never forced to speak the same way God spoken. We just understood that we were created by God to live a life that way. And so with that, we want everybody else in New Life Santa Rosa and even beyond to be able to think the same way we think, to be able to speak the same way. If we think prosperity, you all should be thinking prosperity. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. There's nothing wrong if we're telling you to think the same way we think. Because we're not thinking poverty. We're not thinking lack. We're not thinking scarcity. We're not thinking... I mean, we're not thinking that we are broke. As a matter of fact, I already am satisfied. I mean, I'm done with being broke. I will never be broke another day in my life again. I'm done with being sick. I will never be sick another day in my life again. And so, that has to be our confession because that's what God says concerning you and concerning me. I know there's somebody, most probably, he has a relative who is in a coma. I don't know how long. And he wanted to join me with the, they have a daily prayer. He wanted to join me so that at least makarinig yung who was in common. But I've seen him kanina. He joined us. I pray and I speak life to your auntie. Is that your auntie or uncle? I speak life. I speak life in the name of Jesus over, over the situation. I mean, we cannot speak death. He's clinically been declared clinically dead. But the life of God is greater, and so rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. We speak complete restoration and recovery. You will babangon ka magmula sa hospital bed na yan, and you will testify what the Lord has done and what the Lord is going to do. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, do you want me to lead another confession or declaration? Want something? Have something? Which declaration gusto nyo? Yung kay Charles Capps? Kinit ko plan. Kinit ko plan two pages lang. Yung kay Charles Capps four pages. Pero ang kaso lang kay Kinit ko plan, wala doon yung heart, wala doon yung lungs, wala doon yung liver. But we can actually redo that. I mean, ang, ang, ang condition lang naman nila is, if you want to copy this, you copy it right. So, wala tayong copyright infringement doon. So, you, you like Kenneth Copeland's? Tayo pong lahat ay tumayo. Hallelujah!
How many of you know it's not, it's not a good thing? Hindi po, hindi po maganda ang inyong feelings. Kahit man kung ano ang rason kung bakit ikaw ay na-hospitalized. Kahit man kung sabihin, gusto lang ni Lord na ikaw ay magpahinga dahil takbo ka dito, takbo ka doon. Hindi maganda. It's not a good feeling. Kahit pa man kung ang hospital ay parang hotel. I mean, I remember when just was How old was she? When we need to rush her to the hospital, and it took us seven days, that was not a thing I didn't like. Because never in my life had I been hospitalized. I was never confined. And so here she is. I mean, she was having a hard time. I could not take it. I've already learned the wrong prayer that I prayed for my Nephew. So I didn't pray the same prayer because I know it was wrong. Although the Lord still answered my prayer, He's compassionate and merciful. But watching just Samurang Idad, I said, never will this happen again. And both of us, we were so mad at the situation. We were so mad at the devil. Because we were supposed to be doing something rather than manatili ka sa hospital. I mean, we were so mad. And so, the good thing is, after seven days, she was discharged and she was fine. Now, of course, that was, not the only, that was not the last trial we had when, with regards to dealing with sickness and disease. And so, she was completely healed. And in fact, mayroon sinabi ng doktor na huwag nyo na siyang dalhin sa kapaligiran na ganito dahil yun ang siyang naging dahilan kung bakit nagkasakit siya ng ganun. Well, ngayon, hindi, niya, hindi siya mapigil ng mama niya kung ano ang ayop, ano ang pinagbawalan kami ng doktor noon. Ngayon, nandun siya ngayon and we don't find anything wrong with it. And so when we moved here, paglipat namin dito, she had again another problem. Nagpatingin sa isang doktor, ang sabi ng doktor, kailangan hiwain ka agad. Well, ang naging problema namin kung bakit naging nung kaagad ang proposal ng doktor is because ang napuntahan namin ay surgeon. Of course, kung surgeon ang napuntahan mo, siguradong yun ang kanilang, doon sila magaling eh. So nagkaroon kami ng, naghanap kami ng second opinion. And of course, we were praying. I mean, binabaybay namin ang alabang sa puti road. We were crying because Jess was in pain. She was in pain. She was having a hard time. And so we already have said, this will not ever happen again. So, ang kagandahan, nakahanap kami ng doktor na wala mang medisina ang binigay, no? Wala mang medisina ang binigay. Bin, nagsuggest lang bumili ng panghaplos or ihahalo sa gatas. And then, the rest is history. She was healed. Walang knife na lumapat sa kanyang katawan. 
I mean, kahit dahil kahit tuwing makita mo lang yung bata na ininjeksyon na umiiyak. And so, dumarating tayo sa pagsubok na ganun. Pero ang pagsubok ay hindi kailanman dapat na nagbabago ng ating confession. Hindi dapat nababago ang ating confession. Amen? At kung hindi mababago ang ating confession, dapat hindi rin mababago ang ating deklarasyon kahit man kung hindi natin palaging ginagawa ang deklarasyon. So say this after me. Are you ready? This is actually a prayer and a confession from head to toe. <laughs> Pakiyawan na to. Uh, two pages lang pero head to toe. Yung kay Charles Cup, four pages from head to toe and side, side to side. <laughs> okay, say this after me. In the name of Jesus, I receive healing in my head. I receive healing in my brain. I receive a clear awakening in my memory. Brain cells, come alive. Wake up in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I rebuke even the thought of dementia. Not in my body. I have the mind of Christ. I refuse Alzheimer's. I refuse it in Jesus' name. You do not put that on me, devil. I am a believer. And that's not in my reward package. That's not God's plan for me. I have a clear mind. I am clearer of thought. I have a great memory. Except for those things I have purposefully forgotten. I receive healing in my ears. I receive clear hearing. Ringing. Hearing loss. Be gone. Be gone. Right now. Right now. Glory. Glory. I, receive I receive healing in my neck. My throat. My, throat. my, mouth. my mouth. Both in the spirit and in the natural. I have the cleansing of my mouth. Both in the spirit and in the natural. My teeth. My, teeth. my tongue. All it's in my, in my truth. I am healed and well. Vertebrae in my neck are healed and well. Going down in my spine. Every disc. Every nerve. Every vertebrae. All of my back muscles. Good and strong. Alive to God, filled with the Spirit of God, in the name of Jesus. I put my hands on my shoulders. I put my hands on my hands. On my wrists. On my forearms. On my elbows on both sides. 
healed and well. Strong in the Lord. I put my hands on my lower back. I believe in God. Back pain. Back weakness. Be gone. Live now. Healing. Come now. Strength. Come now. I receive it. Kidneys wake up. Be strong in the Lord. Be well. Urinary tracts. Be strong in the Lord. Bladder. Be strong in the Lord. Heart. Be strong in the Lord. Lungs. Be strong in the Lord. Liver. Be strong in the Lord. Pancreas. Be strong in the Lord. Stomach. Intestines. Everything in there. Be strong in the Lord. Be filled with healing. Praise God. Hips. Be strong and well. Degenerative joint disease. Be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea. Gone forever. Healing come. New bones come. Praise God. New hip joints. New sacroiliac joints. New vertebrae. All brand new. Glory to God. I put my hands on my thigh. New thigh bones. New muscles. New nerves. New knees. New shin bones. New cap muscles. New ankles. New toes. New. The renewing of my youth. From the crown of my head. To the soles of my feet. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Somebody shout. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wag sanang hanggang dito lang. You can do this even when you are by yourself. I mean, of course, if you needed someone to join you, then text somebody, call somebody. Can you, can you please join me? I mean, there's nothing wrong. At sana, wag, lang, wag mo lang sanang insturbohin na mahimbing natulog yung tatawagan mo. Make sure they are ready to really be in agreement with you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we just don't do this once. We do this all the time. Because alam natin, naglilipana ang mga sakit, karamdaman, at ang virus ay, sabi nga niya, malapit na sa mga tahanan. But not in my house, not in my home. I mean, it has no place in my dwellings. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesanterosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.